Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Kevin Davis here. Good, Kevin. Good, good to talk to you again. Yeah, you too. And uh, it's almost like bittersweet that I'm hearing this is your last new song. But uh, I haven't heard the whole live recording yet, but love the the track list and love this new track, honestly. So I want to want to help celebrate that by us doing another one of our behind the song discussions. And uh, awesome. Yeah, I would well, like to. Well, for what it's worth, it's for what it's worth. It is the last song from City, but it won't be the last song from me, not in the long run, anyway. Awesome. Well, that's yeah, good. I'm encouraged so, to hear that. So, yeah, yeah. So no worries. Yeah. That, that's partly why it makes sense to promote this. <laughs> very, very good. All right. Well, hey. Well, why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about the inspiration and and message of Honestly? Uh, I think it'll catch people by surprise because I think a lot of your your most successful songs have been more upbeat, and yet this obviously reflects a lot more of the reflective side of you guys, which I'm a huge fan of as well. So, yeah, I would love to hear that. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, um, the funny thing is that Honestly is a song that has been kind of cooking for a long time, well over a decade, actually. So the, mm. the, begin- the beginnings of the song, which we all played together for years, are older than the band itself in terms of having a name and being defined as this band and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's really interesting because it's, it's a song, I mean, you could say, well, in a lot of ways it's drawn from Psalm 51, right? Which, which yep, people sure. often know as kind of that create in me a clean heart kind of sense, right? But there's this yep. thing that keeps going, and I think, uh, shortly after that, to create in me a pure heart is verse 10. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And it keeps going. Down in verse 16, it says, You do not de- delight in sacrifice or I would bring it. You don't take pleasure in burnt offerings, but my sacrifice, O oh God, is a broken spirit a broken and contrite heart, you, God, will not despise. And 
it, it's sort of like, you know, sometimes, sometimes in, 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 when we read the Psalms, we read the highlight reel, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, read, we read the part that we already know and miss some of the real gems that are sitting underneath. And, but it's this thing that, in looking back on David, that we're, we're told is what made him a man after God's own heart, that he had a broken and contrite heart. And I think what's amazing about this and why this song is so important to us right now, why I wrote it in the first place, why we added this bridge, at the end of the day, I think every Christian starts their journey with Christ, their journey of faith. If it's an honest pursuit of Jesus, I, I believe it starts with brokenness. Yeah. Whether it's a brokenness that we already had or that we needed to be broken in order to see Jesus. I don't know. But I think it always starts there, you know? And I think sometimes as we get on with life and we get doing the things that we do and we get out of the faith and we get confident, which can be healthy, sometimes we also fall into patterns that allow us to forget how badly it, we need Jesus. And so for yeah. us, as we're kind of closing the curtain on our time together as a band, which is strange enough in its own right, because we're better friends than we ever have been, but it, in part, it's because we know that it doesn't matter success or commercial success or whatever is not the measure of godliness. Right. And so, so for us, Pursuing God looks like being faithful to what he's called us to, even if it means closing the door on a good thing. And, and that's what this song is about. I mean, the song sort of talks about that. If I, could I let go of all that you've given if it meant that it all would be yours? Could I sit at your feet and forget about me and remember what I'm here for, that honest I need to be broken because all that I have, all, of all that I have, all that I need is you. That's so good, and and, and I, I love the Psalm 51 tie-in, and I definitely want to share with people, like you said, beyond the, the highlight reel and dig really more into the heart condition because I think yeah. so much of so much of what your 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 writing style and you know within the city harmonic reveals to me is some of your heart about some of the things. God is opening your eyes to, and it sounds like what you're sharing with me here is God is opening your eyes to the things that God's eyes are open to. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think that is the essence of what it means to grow in our faith uh, and be Absolutely. thankful. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I think sometimes right now we confuse Christianity and positivity. Mm, you know, we, we confuse Christianity and a, and a moral book, you know, and, and, while those things, while it can be healthy to be positive and while having nicely defined morals is certainly a good thing, um, I think at the end of the day, Christianity is the pursuit of Christ-likeness. And yeah. the, this, the single most memorable example we have of Jesus, if you, you know, if you want to set aside the Beatitudes for a minute, is the cross. Yeah. And so, and so if, if we're trying to be like Jesus, that looks like taking on our cross. That looks like taking on brokenness and humility in order to find ourselves truly in Christ. And so that's, that's in so many ways what makes this a worship song. You know, it's not just like a nice idea. We think of this song as a dangerous prayer. And it's a dangerous prayer because I believe it's a truly Christian prayer. Yeah. So good. Well, I, uh, 
I'd like to, um, in talking about how to apply that message in our walks, because, you know, that's sort of the format of my Behind yeah. the Song devotionals, is also tie in a little bit of how that fits into the narrative of this compilation, because what I was excited about is it, it helps me go back and rediscover introducing the City Harmonic. There's three tracks yeah. from that project in this live recording, and, yeah. and it kind of took me back to when we first really heard you guys. And more so than um, Manifesto, I kind of wondered if we could tie in a little bit of, of some of those other earlier songs, because I, I feel like this in some ways connects to some of those messages. Absolutely. Like, what would you like people to be listening for as they listen to this Benediction uh, yeah. live uh, record? Well, as you know, we're a very nerdy band. We love we love connecting dots. We love the kind of full circle writing, you know. Yeah. If there was a if there was a I mean maybe you don't want to quote this, but if there was a way of making an album feel like an M Night Shyamalan movie, we would. You know, I mean like <laughs> the sense the sense of the reveal, the sense of, you know, whatever it is we have to do to give somebody that sense of like Either eyes being opened or the brain popping, whatever it is, we'll, we'll try. And so even this live album is, yeah, it's a collection of songs from all of our records. Some of them yep. reimagined. Some of them played yep. pretty faithfully. Um, like, like it's, it's just this interesting, even the artwork, we sort of really tried to, to figure out how can we put on a show, make an album that's sort of like a best of, but most importantly, a live worship album that yep. would really help people understand what we always were, yeah. you know, rather, rather than sort of like, you know, I, people can think what they want about, about art. That's what's great about art. But for us yeah. only in our head, we're a worship band. We're a band that's trying to lead people into the presence of God and not take credit for it. Cause it's not ours in the first place, which is why I hate that phrase in the first place. But, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, so for, for me, honestly, Part of what's interesting about it is it's a song that melds two eras of our lives together because it was literally yeah. written in both eras. Right, right. That's exactly right. Yeah, so so it's kind of like some of those old songs. My God, for example, yeah, is yeah. another. That was is another yeah, is an, is the, uh, the opening track on the record that is is sort of this psalm. Where again, we're used to saying, you know, I look to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes we miss that the reason we're looking to the mountains for help. It, it, well, actually, what's what's interesting about it is it's actually a psalm that's based on um, when they would journey to Jerusalem. And so you'd be walking yeah. through the valley, and you'd be looking to the mountains because the mountains would be when you would spot a raider coming to get you on your way to Jerusalem. Hmm. So sometimes we, we think that that verse means that we're looking to the mountains for safety, but in reality, we're actually looking to the mountains because it's the source of our danger and we can see it from afar. And I, and I, I sort of think that through in terms of a lot of different ways, but that song, we tried to capture that same sense of, of seeing, seeing God in the midst of our struggle and sometimes being able to see our struggle from far away, you know, but I, I lift yeah. my eyes up where does my help come from? And then there's this sense of God knowing and having written for us the open road that we travel on. It's this tension of both knowing that God 
is aware and, 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 and loves us in the midst of our journey, but also that we have a road to walk on and we do have to choose to walk on it. Yeah, that's so good. And that's what I was referring to. I, that song, What I Want, you know, yeah. I was going back and, and like re-listening to those along with this track and I was hearing you know the nerdiness you're talking about, but uh, but one that I also <laughs> the one I also greatly appreciate as a reviewer because as you know I've always affectionately called you guys gourmet, which if you look <laughs> up in the dictionary, you know in the dictionary there's no definition for gourmet. It, there's just examples, you know, like yeah. regular oh, coffee, only only better. Uh, so <laughs> wow. it's, it's basically how you behold something, right? So wow, so. So I behold your music in a way that as a believer and as a reviewer, you know, I'm hearing an intentionality, you know, and we have a God of order. We have a God of intentionality. We have a, a God uh, of, of completeness, you know, like he, yeah. he um, finishes what he starts and he tells us he's going to, and we, we know we can trust him. Um, yeah. So to me, I, I highly respect that you guys are sort of closing a circle in a way here too, you know, and, and when I even saw that the title of the record was Benediction, I knew, you know, how perfect, like that's so <laughs> intentional, you know, yeah, like it is. if you're saying, if you're saying this is our last record as a band, well, what else should you call it besides Benediction? Like that's oh, the term absolutely. for it. <laughs> well, and the thing is, the thing is that like, and I've been talking about this a lot, but, but Benediction is this word that we associate with an ending or a goodbye but it's funny right. because the benediction isn't actually an ending. Right. It is. It's, it's an end of one thing, but it's ascending into another. And probably the Absolutely. more important thing, it, when we yeah. leave church, like I think that's part of what we miss every Sunday, is we don't leave church to go back to normal life. We leave church to go back to being missionaries. We leave yeah. church to going back to blessing our neighborhoods and, and taking care of people and, and our families and, and just being Jesus to people. In the church, we have that sense of seeing and meeting in Jesus and seeing him in each other and seeing him in the power of the Holy Spirit and then being sent out by the benediction to be that blessing to the world. And I think as we depart and part ways as a band, that's actually why we call it benediction because it's not so much, it is about the ending, but it's actually about the beginning of what we go on to do and what the church goes on to do. And there was actually this really beautiful moment in that show. I call it a show, but it was pretty incredible worship. Right. But um, it was, there was this beautiful moment where, where we lifted our hands to pray for everybody who was there with us that night, and they did the same. And it was sort of like this full circle moment back to when we were commissioned at True City back in 2011. Because it was just this sense of like the, the reciprocity of the gospel that here we are on a platform saying, you go out and be the church. And here everyone in the room is saying, you go out and be the church. And I, and I think that for me is what this is all about. And, and in a lot of ways, I think that's the tie-in you're hearing with honestly, that for us, it's, I mean, we're breaking up as a band. So yeah. talking about brokenness is obviously a word association, but the real heart there is talking about brokenness because it's a reminder that, Sometimes you just have to end a good thing. And so that's good. what being faithful looks like. Right. Like like how uh 
a television series should stop when they're at their <laughs> peak as opposed, as opposed to, you know, uh, jumping the shark, as they say. That's one of the Yeah, most, or, uh, or going seven seasons <laughs> instead of four in the case of The Office. There you go. Exactly right. So, <laughs> so, so, and again, this is stuff that's not going to be in what I write, but I, I love, yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> I love the intentionality. Um, I, uh, as long as you preface this conversation with, you're going to keep creating music. Obviously I can, I can rest a little easier. Um, but relative <laughs> to, but, you know, but also I also covered the breakup of delirious, and you yeah, know, I'm still talking. I'm still talking to both Martin Smith and Stu Cheese, so I, yeah. I wouldn't actually say Delirious is gone. They're just not together in that form anymore. Yeah, well, uh, and it's uh, interesting too because we're we had a really interesting moment where a lot of the guys. Obviously, we have a lot of the same team as the band, and so I'm not trying to I'm not trying to spread any gossip or anything. So don't take it that way. But right. we had this interesting. Well, I, I I do recognize that at the end of their career, there was a little bit of tension in the band over certain things, especially shortly afterwards. But we right. uh, we had this moment where we were on our last tour in Canada, and our promoter is sitting at dinner with us, and and he just he just sits back in his chair and he goes, "This is so strange." He's like, "I've done a, a dozen farewell tours, and this is the first one where." the entire band is sitting around the same dinner table laughing and joking like it's their first tour. And it was just this sort of like sense of kind of health about the whole thing that I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I mean, we, we worked hard to, to cultivate that and, and a sense of a healthy culture between us. And, and I'm, I'm grateful that we did, even though it might've been awkward at times, but it, yeah, it's that same, that same spirit of kind of being intentional and trying to love each other well that, saw us through the end just as it did from the beginning. So I'm grateful for that. Very good. I'm very glad to hear that. Um, yeah. I did get to see all of you together in person uh, at Creation Festival East a couple years back. Uh, yeah. It was an awesome moment where you guys came and sang in a tent in the rain uh, for those for those kids from the uh, Milton Hershey School, I think, is where they were from. Oh, and, yeah. And it was just a really, for me, you know, in addition to obviously the conversations you and I have had over the years, um, mm. a way to see sort of your band's fellowship um, and humility and 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 heart of hearts of worshippers, um, as opposed to you know rock stars. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, and I've seen you on stage as well, and I and I'm always engaged by that. <laughs> and um, and I do feel like, and again, I haven't heard all of the live tracks yet. I just was sent. Honestly, I'm I'm being told. The rest of it's on the way to me shortly. Yes, yeah, uh, sure. but even with without the rest of that context, um, I clearly have plenty to go on for a Bible study around both this concept of this song and I think the overall story arc um, of benediction. And I'm awesome. looking forward to looking forward to sharing that. And then, you know, when you're ready, talking again awesome. <laughs> about, whatever, great, about whatever about whatever is next for you. Awesome, Kevin. Well, I appreciate talking to you, as always, man. It's fantastic. Thanks for what you, you do. You too. Yes. Well, thank you, Elias, and uh, thanks for the partnership. And uh, God bless until we talk again. Yep, you too, man. Bless you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.